Welcome to Moola Wisdom Series on the Moola Talks podcast with myself, Meeta Gupta and my guest, co-host, Jermina. On this podcast, we talk everything Moola from mindset to management to investing of it for a secured and comfortable life that you can enjoy today and in the future. With loads of real life experiences and lessons learned, this is the Moola Wisdom Series brought to you by Moola for Women a financial literacy and empowerment community for women that makes finance simple, fun and easy to understand irrespective of your age, background and geography. And now let's get started. Hello, hello, hello lovely ladies and thank you so much for joining in today again and we are here with Jermina today and we are having a conversation in what we call Moolah Wisdom. So thank you so much for being here. And today's topic is a fun topic. It's about having fun with your money. So thank you, Jamina, for joining us again. And uh, excited to hear your stories on how do you have fun with your money. First thing first, have fun after you've taken the serious aspect of money out. So first invest for long-term goals, first invest for serious goals, home loans, kids' education, retirement. And after that, Maybe you keep aside some money or even save for fun goals. So I think I'm somebody who loves jewelry. And over the years, every three, four years, I have indulged myself in something that I wanted. The keyword here is three, four years. So I have really worked on not spending much or keeping aside a saving, which is also for this goal. It could be a fun family vacation. It's great when you're jointly planning and jointly contributing to a nice holiday. I used to travel a lot on work. And one of the things I loved doing was getting back gifts and not always having to look at the price tag while purchasing something. If I wanted to buy for my husband, for my son, for my immediate family or my close friends. But of course, first ensure that the fun part is after the serious part. I will again emphasize that. Super awesome. You are so right on that, that it's important to even have money and it's absolutely fine to indulge with your money right and you talked about jewelry so you you said that you love spending on jewelry so what kind of jewelry do you spend on do you spend on only real jewelry do you spend on diamonds do you spend on gold do you spend on artificial jewelry of course for all the audience here this is not a conversation whether jewelry is the right investment or a wrong investment or whether gold or diamond that's not what we're talking out here but let's hear from jamina to understand how she indulges with her money so yes jamina what are your thoughts on that of course, I do keep buying silver and artificial jewelry regularly to you know, kind of uh, dress up, etc. But when I'm talking of making a serious purchase, it is precious jewelry and it really depends on what I'm wanting or what I feel I need. And it's a mix of small pieces for daily wear because as a working woman, you also want to kind of dress up as well as maybe once in a while the larger pieces for family functions, etc. Which of course you always think about because how often will you wear it? probably longer in the locker than around you but yes it's uh, equally essential and uh, much needed so i think it's all kinds of indulgences of that sort super awesome super awesome and is it just jewelry or do you like to buy sunglasses and designer bags and all that kind of stuff too Uh, yes i do have a big wish list and uh, (laughs) i do spend i think after jewelry my next indulgence are wristwatches so I do love buying wristwatches and I actually also used to buy quite a lot for my husband and nice. even my son has picked up that uh, trait from us so even he likes getting his 
watches and uh, we kind of are very watch brand focused we have a wish list of watches we want to go for and of course handbags who doesn't need handbags but again over there i'm lucky where i have friends who like me have saved and then spent and they indulge me once in a while with handbags how lovely so is that and my that handbags so are gifted how yeah. beautiful i'd love to talk on this part of also indulgences that you know having money of your own also helps you to feel free to gift your loved ones it's such a feeling of fulfillment to be able to have money to be able to not ask somebody and have your own money to be able to spend for who you want to spend it on so what are your thoughts so so you said yes you you love to give gifts to your husband and what else like i shared earlier when i used to travel including travel abroad it was nice to walk into a store and think of picking up many little things for many family members and friends and so it's nice that you can indulge you can give i think another important aspect of you know having additional money is also charity you know that's also a form of indulgence in a way it makes you feel good that you're helping people helping with the cause really using your money in more ways than one so that's also i wouldn't say it's exactly an indulgence but it's definitely a feel good even no, an indulgence i would i would 100% call it you know, in the realm of indulgences because when as a part of moola i often say this that wear your oxygen mask first right and altruism is all good it's good to be altruistic it's good to give away uh, goodies and obviously it's empowering to do charities it feels nice and warm inside to be able to help others who are in need and of course you must do that but it's extremely important to protect yourself first right i mean the fact is like and you said that at the very beginning you you know opening lines were that first of course save for your long term save for all those things that are important for you for your needs for your requirements of your long term goals after doing that of course having a little bit of not why little bit as much as you wish to spend on charity and if that makes you feel happy and that's your idea of fun and feeling fulfilled then absolutely so do you do charity on a regular basis or how do you do your charity i do have uh, i would say there are both formal and informal charity formal charity is where you donate to organizations on a regular basis informal is where you see the people who are needy it could be your house help it could be other people around you or sometimes on your your friends or on some groups you get a request for somebody needing help so being able to do that but yes i do make a conscious effort to have a regular charity as well as these informal opportunities as and when they come up so that's very important for me the superb so tell me that do you think that for women specifically and since our talk is focused on women do you think women who are not earning feel that asking for money from your spouse uh, makes you feel that oh i'm dependent on them so i shouldn't be asking for my fun or for my gift i mean specifically if it's like example my side of the family versus his side of the family so would you want to say that do you think women and what are your experiences from people and friends around you to say that if somebody is dependent on their husband and are not earning themselves do they feel a sense of agency to be able to say that this is my money and i can freely spend it to maybe buy my mother a nice luxury watch 
or a beautiful sari or whatever or do you think that most women would shy away to say that oh i am not earning i don't think i can spend that kind of money and i can't spend it on my parents and maybe my brother my sister any thoughts around those things so one is a lot of that happens on the individual and the dynamic of the couple today we are seeing that women do not feel the kind of sense of guilt perhaps my generation or my mother's generation felt i think men also are changing in the way they see it they don't uh, necessarily think their women are doing frivolous expenses probably my father thought of that for some of my mother's expenses so i think there is definitely a shift and it will continue to happen and i would just say that if you are a lady who is not earning for whatever reasons it's a family decision at the end of the day absolutely you know? and hence whatever income whether it's a single income or a dual income becomes a family income and you have as much right but of course like you said put your oxygen mask first so it's easy when you are not earning of lose sight of future expenses or you could be extremely cautious it works both ways but like you, you have been saying and i have been saying for the long term but do it and don't feel guilty about asking for an indulgence or wanting to indulge it's absolutely okay today the world is also looking at indulgences or spending on oneself very differently so my mother often says on that ki agar hum kharcha nahi karenge to ye log sab kamayenge kaise bechare just true the economy needs it the economy <laughs> needs it <laughs> she always has this justification whenever she is spending money ki are mai kharch kar rahi hu taki ye sab log aaye baithe hue hain inko kamane ke liye opportunity to do but so absolutely sahi hai bilkul hi sahi hai right because only when the economy prospers there is a multiplier effect and you, you you earn more and you spend more and you feel fulfilled more and all that is true but uh, yes i mean i think while i would talk about indulgences and having fun with your money i think keeping an eye to say is it impulsive purchase is it something which is instant gratification feeling versus something which makes you feel fulfilled for a longer term with your money to say that oh my god this is something which i'm actually getting value for my money to say that yes if i bought something i'm truly happy with what i've purchased rather than just doing it and then forgetting about it a lot of us when we spend our money sometimes spend it frivolously also and we spend it so frivolously that once we come home we've even forgotten that we've spent on that at probably we get stuff whatever we bought kind of goes to some side place and say, suddenly 10 days later are ye bhi to kharida tha and and kind of wake up to it or or maybe even so many times i've seen that two years later or one year later it, it's lying behind in my drawer and i say oh my god it expired ho gaya and i don't even know when i bought it so yes while it's good to have fun and with your money and kind of indulge there is, should be a sense of a larger vision even in your indulgences to say that is it something which is going to make me feel happy for a long time or even if it is even if it's for a short time is it really going to give me value in terms of making me feel fulfilled after spending that what what are your thoughts around that jamina i think a lot of that comes with uh, i would say a bit of age and experience and i think it's also about understanding uh, what you want to do so for example I have been believe it or not from 2011 really recording every month what is my income and what are my large expenses whether it's investments whether it's actual house expenses house EMI to know what is the surplus and that becomes very important whether you want to indulge or you want you whether you want to do any short term saving or keep aside for a and I think it's about also building habits habits like 
putting the extra at the end of the month to another bank account, which you probably don't always carry the debit or credit card for. I think these kind of small habits help you be be conscious. So I am going for this sari sale or this Zara sale, but set a limit to yourself. Either you'll buy three garments or you'll spend max 10,000, whatever it is. Oh, set it these up. are the things which I are lacking in my cupboard. And yeah. I am going to shop for these three things because oh, I need a, a gray top or a black pant. So you have a list that you prepare because then your goals are achieved. Your Whatever you want to make your wardrobe look like or rather than saying, then when you come back and say, oh, this is not matching with anything else. So now, now because I bought a top, now I need to buy another trousers to match my top. So, you know, a lot of us do all that stuff too, right? So that definitely keeps happening. So I think it's just the discipline. So it's not just the discipline of your monthly savings, but it's also discipline of your monthly spends. You know, knowing next month birthday, I want to spend a bit more on what I want to wear on my birthday or where I want to have a party or a dinner or whatever. It could be all those things, really recording. It may seem like very bookish or painful, but once you get into that habit, you see the merits of it. I, on this side, I also like to say, like I was talking to another tribe member and she, we were having a conversation and she was making a budget with me. And, you know, it was suddenly she realized that, oh, this month I have uh, my wedding anniversary. Next month I need to go to the UK. The third month I need to do something else. For the fourth month we have my in-laws are coming over. So every month there were certain pockets of expenditure. There's a marriage coming at the next month. So every month there were pockets of expenditure which were building up. Now, the fact is that you have limited income and you obviously prioritize your savings and everything. Now you have limited income. You have so many things that you want to spend on. You need to even prioritize that to say because you don't have money to spend on all the things. You can't do this and this and this. Of course, if you can, of course, go ahead with it if you can. But if you can't, then I think this whole process of even understanding. And they say that there was a very beautiful quote, which I read that desires are like weeds which grow in all the places where a farmer hasn't planted the seeds. So it's like there's so many desires that you can always fill it up. Right? Absolutely. And I think that's where we need to also rein our horses so for women who are not managing their finances. And I'm sure their, their husbands would say, talk to them and say, you know, you feel constrained at that point in time to say, but if you don't have a view of your finances and if somebody else who has that view is able to tell you that, then probably you have to understand that your fun things cannot be done together. You'll have to space it out. You'll have to see that you have enough money for those indulgences and then take it. What are your thoughts around that? I think it is very important. And it is, of course, like you said, planning. What you were really talking of is planning. And, you know, we know when are our big milestones, small milestones, even things like we all of us know when there could be a sale or, you know, when you want to indulge or something will be coming up. So I think it is very important. It could be something as simple as saying, I want to change my refrigerator every five to seven years. You, yes. you want to upgrade, you want to upgrade your TV, you want to upgrade your mobile. And today we know that the top end mobiles are not cheap. They really make a dent. So you may even actually want to keep aside money regularly for that. So I think really monitoring what you're spending on and getting conscious of it is a habit. It may seem very painful in the initial stages, but just being conscious of it will really help you control your spends and 
ensure that they are in the right direction and you can have fun yeah. with your money too right i mean absolutely I mean, what's the point of earning if you are going to sit like an ascetic right no that's right. not the idea right. right that's not the idea at all yeah and it's like so your mom said the wheels of the economy need to run absolutely <laughs> let's spend to make the wheels of the economy run so right i think we've had a beautiful conversation today jamina i think what we did today was take out that seriousness out of money because i think we all become very serious when we talk about money and we'll say oh we must save for a rainy day we must save because uh, life is like such a burden on our head and all that kind of stuff and i think the whole power is with us to be able to gratify ourselves with what we want but in a planned manner not do it absolutely in an erratic fashion and then suffer have long term consequences because you've overspent in the shorter term but if you can manage both the things optimally do it then yes why not and like i was reading a saying which is having fun is actually making good use of your money so don't uh, shy away from yeah. having fun <laughs> with your money because you that is what money is meant for it's meant for you to have fun yes it is meant for you to take care of your responsibilities for taking care of your emergencies for every other thing but it's also there to have fun so and continue to enjoy your money and jamina may you buy many more jewelry items and watches and uh, enjoy your money and uh, thank you so much for joining us today thank you for joining us today we hope you found value in today's conversation And if you are ready to do something about taking charge of your finances today, feel free to drop us a DM on Instagram or visit us on our website www.moolaforwomen.com. Remember to follow this podcast and join us in the next episode as we talk about preparing ourselves financially for all the curveballs life throws at us. There could be situations or turn of events that can change your life at all levels. like it unfortunately happened for Jamina join us as she opens up her heart and shares the most delicate moments of her life only so that you can be prepared with your finances and future so tune in next week to Mula Talks podcast and remember to follow us on your podcast app and on Instagram at mula for women this is your host Meeta Gupta signing off